Hello everybody and welcome to another session of the YDOS week and today we have an amazing volunteer from Nigeria. Um, I'd like to pass on the mic to Solomon to introduce himself. Okay, good evening everyone. I'm speaking from Nigeria. Okay, my name is Charles Solomon. I'm one of the speakers and also an instructor. Yep. Thank you. Okay. Thank you very, very much for introducing yourself. And today we have an amazing topic that we want to discuss with Charles today. And he wants to talk with us on the topic social psychology. And this seems like a very, very exciting topic. And I can't wait to learn from you, Charles. So like to start things off, um, what exactly is social psychology, as you call it? Okay, thank you very much for the question. I'm so delighted to have it. Um, you know, social psychology, they say, is a scientific study, okay, of an individual behavior in your social and cultural ways, okay, the way you behave in your social and cultural ways. It is concerned with an individual social behavior, okay? With his environment or her environment, relating with other people in a social settings. So that is all about social psychology. In other words, social psychology is a social behavior relating with people around you in a social environment. Mm, thank you very, very much for such a simple definition. So if you're listening and you're kind of confused on what uh, social psychologist exactly is, so as you said, it is the relationship between an individual and his environment. So basically, it's the study of an individual's behavior. Thank you so much for such amazing definition. So um, I've had many questions arrive from teenagers in our global community, and they ask that, why is this topic important to talk about? If you'd like to answer that, Charles. Oh, that's very good. That's very good. So interesting to hear that. Okay. <clears throat> Social psychology is an interesting topic to talk about because one, it's, it talks about your social environment. It talks about your social life, how you can manage people from different walks of life, from different backgrounds, how you can relate with people from different backgrounds. And one important thing that follows is that social psychology helps you to manage your stress level, okay? It helps you in stress management, how to manage your stress. Why, why is it so? It is so because when you relate with people, when you talk with people, and when you, when you share your problems with people, you find out that the stress level that you are supposed to incur when you are alone as an individual will be very minimal, will be very less than relating with people. They help you to share your stress as well. You manage your stress properly while relating with people. It eases your stress. Number two, 
social psychology helps you to manage depression okay it helps you to manage depression for instance just giving an example of somebody who is alone in the house and he has or she has nobody to relate with to share his or her problem or her um feelings with you find out that this person is totally depressed and nobody to share it with remember they say a problem shared is half solved so when you relate with people you find out that you 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 let go of this depression you find out that you you meet people that can talk with you that can make you laugh they can make you smile they can make you figure about your problems and push ahead to achieve other things in life so it, it helps to manage your depressions so number three, social psychology helps okay in work related issues if you are at work you're working maybe you have a lot of workload now relating with people will reduce the workload it, it, it comes to division of labor in the office okay for instance you are given a particular task to carry out and you find out that this task is so cumbersome and is so tedious for you to carry out what you're going to do is this you have friends you have colleagues at work you can as well distribute this workload to them it eases the workload then another aspect of it in relating work issues is sometimes someone can be given a task in the work that is so difficult for such an individual what he or she is going to do is get someone who is knowledgeable who is well groomed in that area and such person can help you to carry out that task in your work areas okay so number 4 social psychology helps you to manage how to improve your decision making now this this has to do with um all aspects of human life making a decision it helps you to improve your level of decision making okay number 5 social psychology helps you to know how to predict accurate future behaviors based on your previous behavior now it helps you to predict to know how to predict accurate future behavior based on the previous behavior for instance what you were doing in the past 2 months or a year ago and when you relate with people when you start talking about people sharing your experience now it helps you to be able to predict an accurate behavior of a particular person that you have seen or you you probably have met okay now you relate it to your past experience so it helps you to be able to predict such behavior then and other aspect of life no social psychology is is broad actually it it talks about your behavior in the environment okay yeah. so before i go further i don't know if you have anything to say yeah actually we have some questions left but i totally understand what you just uh, listed and it's really important you've stated the benefits 
So I would also like to ask because in your statement you said it's important to have this because you'll be able to relate with people and it can help your mental health, your depression. So I would like to ask on behalf of the introverts. You know, we have different personalities. We have the extrovert that are really ready to relate yeah. with people. We have the ambiverts who can be extroverts and introverts. And we also have the introverts yeah. that really find it hard to go into public spaces. So what are the things that you believe like they can do like to be able to have this social psychology? because they really don't know how to relate with people if you know what i mean yeah i understand okay okay for for an introvert for an introvert who like um being alone okay who like uh doing things in his own way not relating that much with people okay in this situation in this situation to an extent an introvert has to has to go out has to meet one or two persons okay you know like they always say no man is an island no man is an island so you can't do everything all alone to yourself whether you are an introvert extrovert or ambivalent you can't do everything on your own so in the case of an introvert he or she <laughs> must have somebody that he or she relates with it's not necessarily that an introvert is just all alone without relating with anybody no an introvert has one or two person that he or she can relate with so in that situation when it comes to this uh, uh, issue he or she gets to relate with somebody now this happens most in the issue of adolescent I'm going to talk about adolescent in a few minutes okay I'm going to ponder on adolescent and behaviors okay so an introvert has one or two person he can relate with to talk about with then in the situation of him or her staying alone without relating these issues with anybody that is where the issue gets to 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 a point where we can just start thinking how we're going to manage this but to an extent an introvert has someone he or she can relate a problem to not just because he he or she is an introvert that doesn't relate with anybody no he relates with somebody she relates with somebody but yeah. that person he or she relates with can also be of a help but it should be an elderly and experienced person who can really talk to him or her and guide the person to that effect Okay, talking about an extrovert, we know who an extrovert is. An extrovert, you know, they hardly they hardly stay to themselves, they hardly keep to themselves, okay? An extrovert to an extent, they 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 they, they, they relate with people. They talk with people. And whatever problem they are going through, they always tell their friends. They always relate with people. In fact, most of the times as an extrovert you might not really tell somebody about your problem because the way you relate with people will give them a clue will give them a, a sign that you are having an issue so they will be the one to meet you and ask you oh man what's the problem what's the issue you're not looking bright you're not looking good i hope everything is right so you now tell them okay this is what i'm going through please can you help me and sort out this so an extrovert has an advantage 
more than an introvert when it comes to this particular issue. Yeah. Then looking at an ambivert. An ambivert, well, like we know who an ambivert is, the 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 combination of introvert and extrovert, okay? Well, sometimes an ambivert can behave very funny. You know, an ambivert to an extent the character of an ambivert is unpredictable if i should use that word the character of an ambivert is unpredictable because when you think an ambivert will behave this way you now observe that he or she is going to the contrary that's an ambivert so they mix the two both the two introvert and extrovert attitudes Sometimes you feel or you expect an ambivert to behave as an extro- extrovert. He started behaving as an introvert. <clears throat> Sometimes you expect him or her to behave as an introvert. He started behaving like an extrovert. <clears throat> so you can hardly predict that behavior. So that is the issue on ground as it stands when it comes to social behavior and its context. So yeah. before I continue, any other one? Yeah, you totally explained it in the best way possible because personally I'm an ambivert and there are sometimes when my friends are like, oh, she's going to like she's really a, a pop of energy today. She's going to have fun today. She's going to go out to party with us today. And all of a sudden I'm just like, no, I'm not going in again. My energy has drained out and now I'm becoming an introvert. So I really confuse them yeah. a lot and it kind of like affects the way I relate with people. So it kind of like touched those important areas and I'm so so thankful. So um there was one question that arised from a teenager that is trying to advocate for different problems and you know as an advocate as a change maker you are going to be in like public spaces you're going to be engaging with change makers and you know it's really quite hard and you don't know how to really behave should you be so bold should you be confident should you uh, not talk too much like what are the ways that one can behave as a change maker you know as a change maker you need to like attend public events like According to your topic social psychology how can a young change maker behave when your he or her is like uh, performing a change making activity or advocate advocating for a problem Okay um yeah that's a very nice question i so much admire that it is very important is very important because i've been in in such situation before you know there was a time let me just give a short story very short there was a time uh, I had a stage fright. I believe you understand what stage fright is. Hello? Yes. Okay, yeah. There was a time I had a stage fright and um I I find it so difficult to 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 talk to a crowd, you know, because I wanted to be a a, a motivation, not sorry, not really motivational. Let me know you that one. I wanted to be an inspirational speaker, somebody who can speak out and talk. But I had a stage fright. So what I did to overcome this stage fright. Now I'm just trying to relate this to this question. What I did to, to overcome this stage fright was this. I I I locked myself in my room and I pictured a crowd. I pictured a massive crowd staring at me. And I stood as I was as if I was standing on a stage faced with millions of audience. And I was speaking I faced my mirror. I was talking to myself on the mirror as if I was talking to the crowd. 
I was facing to facing them, talking to them so boldly. And I did that several times. And before I could realize, I found myself talking to the crowd. I found myself talking to people and I was able to, to manage that stage fright. So number one thing you're going to do is this. When you, when you want to become a speaker, when you want to meet with people, want to relate with people and you don't know how to do that, you want to be that thing that you have dreamt to be in terms of social context. One thing you have to overcome is stage is fright, okay? Is stage fright. You overcome stage fright and how to overcome it is this. Just what I just, what I have explained now, my short story that I, I, I just narrated to you is one of the ways to overcome stage fright. See yourself in the middle of crowd, talking to them with boldness, okay? As if you're in the middle of crowd, practice it often and often. And before you know it, you find yourself doing that life. So you overcome stage fright. Then number two, number two, try to try to develop an effective communication skill. Develop an effective communication skill. How do you do that? One, you 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 meet people, okay? You meet people, and what you're gonna do is this: if it is possible, get your phone record your conversation with people get your phone record your conversation with people then when you talk with people when you're done for the day you go home you play your voice you check your communication skill you check your words what you talk how you talk the punctuation the the, the punctuation marks and all that how you relate how you were able to communicate effectively with people that is another thing then I've said stage fright, uh, effective communication. Then the, the, the third one is this, interpersonal relationship. Interpersonal relationship. Learn how to relate with people interpersonally, okay? Learn how to relate with people and make them like you. Develop an attitude, okay, that will make somebody, that make the people to admire your, your style. In other words, some people will say your swag. Make people understand who you are because if people don't understand who you are, they can be so difficult to relate with you. So you make them understand who you are. That's interpersonal relationship, okay? Stage fright, effective communication skill, interpersonal relationship, and also, I will also urge every teenager who wants to be a public speaker to get books, read books. Get books regarding public speech. Read, have the concept. First, have the concept of a public speaker. When you have that concept, then you are good to go about that so i i i believe this this are the these are the little things sorry these are the major points that you have to nurture you have to get in order to to you know be that public speaker or that person that you want to be to reach out to people to let people know that this is what you want to do then 
another thing that I wouldn't want to miss is this have self confidence believe in yourself and believe in what you want to achieve believe in yourself believe in what you want to achieve have self confidence and be focused very very important very vital be focused when you are focused you avoid distractions when you are focused you avoid distractions be a goal oriented person be a goal driven person you have to be a goal driven person this is another point be a goal driven person always aim for the best aim to achieve that which you have dreamt to achieve thank you thank you very very much like i was just like putting down points because you were just spitting facts and i just i'm so inspired right now because i'm learning and i'm sure everyone listening is also learning and you thank i wanted you. to point pinpoint something out of what you said first off i want to encourage everyone that's listening if you're how they maybe you have a public speaking event very soon just use uh, the the tip that I just gave us to like imagine uh, speaking in front of a crowd and you're just going to have that boost of confidence and also communication skills which is one of the reasons we founded Teens Discuss because we wanted teenagers to have the boldness to communicate with anyone around the world and to also have this boost of confidence so yeah I totally agree with what you're saying and I'm sure everyone listening should put this down and be able to like so they can be able to build their interpersonal uh, relationship skills and thank you so much um that's basically the summary of all the questions into just for and so um to conclude i would like you because i know you've prepared something for us just like um say a few things to end it up and also you can also hand with an advice you'd like to give everyone every teenager listening on how they can build themselves and um, in regards social psychology and any other thing that you'd like to contribute as we conclude this conversation okay 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 thank you for this um Let me just say this so that we will uh, try to understand the situation that we find ourselves in our society. Okay, now talking about um social psychology like we said, I will just talk a very short point. I will just give a very short point then I'll go I'll switch to behavior. Then behavior I will not dwell that much on that for the for the sake of time. So of uh, the principles of social psychology what are the principles of social psychology now social cognitive okay we have social cognitive we have social knowledge social cognitive have to do with your knowledge what you know okay the concepts that you, you 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 know about yourself and also about people social social cognitive knowing who you are knowing your what knowing your personality knowing what you can offer to your society that's a that's a social cognitive then number two, attitude behavior and persuasion that's exploring your attitude your behavior and persuasion persuasion has to do with something that you you have to make someone believe to your own ideology you make someone buy into your ideology that's your persuasion sometimes in the negative aspect it has to do with hypnotizing hypnotizing someone to buy into your own ideology 
Okay. Then the next one we have is perceiving others. We have perceiving others. Perceiving others has to do with you seeing other people as you know the way you want them to be. Okay, you seeing other people the way you want them to be, trying to make people see themselves the way you want them to be. That's perceiving others. Then we talk of influencing and conformity. Now you we know what influencing is all about and conformity. You influence someone, okay, to conform to your own desire. Conformity, you try to make someone, okay, to, to be in the shoes or trying to buy your own ideology, just like persuasion. They work interchangeably. Like and loving. We also have like and loving. You know, as a human being and especially as adolescents, you must have this, this feeling of liking someone or loving someone. Then also we have helping and altruism. Helping and altruism. Now, we have to separate, differentiate these two. This helping and altruism. Altruism goes beyond helping. Altruism has to do with sacrificing some things to the detriment of your own self for others. That's altruism. Let me give an example. For instance, um, I would say, okay, patience. Um, you have a uh, 500 naira. I'm just giving an instance. You have 500 naira, and I have nothing. Okay, and I meet you, patience, please. I am hungry. I want to eat some food. And you, you have what you just have is 500 naira, and you as as well, you are hungry too. But for the fact that. I've told you that I am hungry and I want to get some food to eat. Because of that love and that kind heart that you have, you spare your 500 naira to your own detriment because you are also hungry. In fact, you might be hungry than I do. But for the fact that you want to sacrifice this, you now spend that 500 naira on me and I use the 500 naira to eat. Why you go hungry? And you have nothing to eat, you have no money to buy food. That is altruism. That is a level to which someone can someone can get to in order to assist somebody. Okay. Now let's look at behavior. Let's look at behavior. What, are, what is behavior? We all know. Okay. Your behavior is a way of life in which okay you can act or conduct yourself towards others. It's your way of life in which you can act or conduct yourself towards others. That's your behavior. Then what is social behavior? Now your social behavior is the activity, okay, that that an individual often display. Is the activity an individual often display which can disqualify, qualify you or modify you. Okay? That is social behavior now it has to do in a social context okay now let's look at principles of social behavior can you hear me yes we can okay 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 
So let's look at social behavior. <clears throat> the principles of social behavior. Now we have few principles of social behavior which can include caring, you care for others, not just for yourself. You care for others, you coach others. Okay? What you know that is beneficial, that is important. You let others know, you teach them, you make them know so as well they can benefit from that. Then number three, connection. You connect with people, connecting people to different opportunities. Not only you, not only you and few persons, but as much as you are re- relating with people, you connect them to different things, okay? Then we have correcting. You also correct every mistakes, make some corrections. We also have confirming. You confirm then clarity, clarification. You clarify then conciliation in terms of disputes. You con- you reconciliate, you conciliate matters and issues. Okay, these are principles of social behavior. Then we have to understand this before I go into adolescence. We have to understand this. Your behavior is largely a product of your immediate environment. I repeat, your behavior is largely a product of your immediate environment. Your behavior is largely a product of your immediate environment. That is your social behavior. It's largely a product of your immediate environment. Let me give an instance of that. I don't know. Am I taking much time? Not really. No. Just that the Zoom time limit is just like 10 minutes left. But you can just continue. Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> I, I, I'm really, I'm really... I, I would have really loved to expand on this. <clears throat> but however, let me continue. Okay. Your behavior could be strengthened or weakened by its consequences. Your behavior can be strengthened or weakened by its consequences. That is the aspect of your behavior. Okay. Your behavior as well can ultimately respond better to positive than to negative consequences. It can respond better to positive than to negative consequences. It has every tendency to do that. Then your behavior is known only it costs in the future, whether punished or reinforced. So that is the aspect of your behavior. I can give an instance for uh, two children by Sigmund Freud. Sigmund Freud is a psychosexual psychologist. Okay, he's a, he's a psychosexual psychologist. Now he, give, he he made an experiment. He did an experiment rather, a two two siblings. You know, when they gave birth to these two siblings, he carried out an experiment for over twenty years. What he did, he took one to a rural area, and took the other one to an urban environment. For 20 years, he was studying these two siblings. For 20 years, he studied them. And after 20 years, he called them, he invited them together. This was a live experiment carried out by Sigmund Freud, a psychosocial psychologist. He's also a psychoanalytic psychologist. 
Now he carried out this experiment and he observed that one living in an urban area behave, you know, the way urban areas be, uh, dwell, uh, settlers behave. He was behaving like a city boy, you know. Then the other one in the rural area was behaving like a uh, kind of, like we used to say in Nigeria, local boy, village boy, you know, that kind of stuff. But when the two brothers met together, their life, both of them behaved in a, in a different way. They didn't behave similarly. Their behavior was totally distinct because one was groomed in the urban area the other one was groomed in rural areas, so it was contrary. Their behaviors was contrary to each other because of the environment that they were uh, uh, groomed in. So you can observe that the environment had a very large influence. On the other one, he, he, the environment had a negative influence, or should I say a positive influence, on the other one, it also have a negative or positive influence. So you can see how environment influence your behavior. So environment can have an uh, an influence on your behavior. It can have an impact on your behavior. It could be negative or positive. But you as an individual or an adolescent, you have to nurture it to suit your own way of life but it should be of a positive impact. So now we are going to look at adolescents. Adolescent social behavior. Social behavior of an adolescent. That's where I'm going to ponder and end it. So social behavior of an adolescent. Okay, like we also know that adolescent is a human developmental stage, okay, which spans between childhood and adulthood stage. It's a transitional stage, okay? That's adolescent. It's a human developmental stage that spans through childhood and adulthood. Sorry, it spans between childhood and adulthood stage. It's a transitional stage between the ages of 12, 13 to 18 and 20, depending on the person. You know, we have early maturals, we have late maturals. So for the late maturers, it could be between uh, 13 to um, 20, okay? Then for the early maturers, it could be between 12 to 18 or 19, thereabouts. So that's uh, the, the ages of adolescence. So however, their social behaviors are characterized by biological, that's the social behavior of an adolescent. It's characterized by biological, that's best, cognition, that's your knowledge of thinking, your uh, the way you uh, perceive yourself to be, and your social changes. That's your environment and your social lifestyle. So your behavior, that's an adolescent behavior, is characterized by one, biological, two, cognition, three, social changes okay now adolescents they become more autonomous like we all know i believe you know that sometimes in a situation you try to be autonomous you try to be you try to be dependent sorry you try to be independent you let go of your family you let go of your mom and dad you try to let them understand that now you're a grown-up 
child you're a grown up that you have to do things on your own you have to make decisions on your own you have to make friends on your own that they don't choose what to do for you again and they don't decide your life for you so at that stage as an adolescent these are the things you try to exhibit not that you're trying to be harsh or you're trying to be disrespectful but you're trying to own up as a growing adult not an adult yet as a growing adult in transitional stage so these are the attitude an adolescent tends to exhibit and in this particular stage they tries to you know relate more with their peers peer to peer groups they try to relate more with their peers exhibit some kind of social attitudes adolescent attitudes with their peers in that situation they tend to exhibit uh, um, some attitude okay that they like to exhibit at that moment so we also look at some social problems adolescent faced now in this quest of you know becoming autonomous in their attitude and their way of life they face some social problems and these social problems are one depression adolescent face depression very well two bullying they face bullying three sexual activities is very challenging four drug abuse five alcohol abuse six obesity then we have academic problems we have academic problems we have peer pressure okay so okay i like we are still discussing on the issue of our social behavior in adolescence so um the social problems adolescents faced depression is a social problem that the adolescents faced bullying sexual activity drug abuse alcohol abuse obesity academic problems peer pressure now looking at these problems though we have several problems that adolescents face in the society which affects their behavior now in this period it is called the period of stress and storm in adolescent age it is called the period of stress and storm because in that period they face so many challenges they face so many behavioral abnormalities among their peers within themselves in the society and at home as well so these are the social problems they face okay um let me just dive into our social behavior in school you know we have social behavior in different areas how they relate to human endeavors 
So we look at social behaviors in school. Now, social behaviors in school, we have a conflict resolution. Okay? Conflict resolution. We have conformity. We have aggression. We also have bullying, which is very, very... um, Bullying, bullying is very, very common in our schools. I believe or you can attest to that. The bullying is very common in our schools. So that will not be taken out of it when, it's, when it comes to the school setting. Then we have depression as well. You know, depression is also one of these major problems that we encounter in school. Now, this is not just only the adolescent, nor child, nor a child. Adults also, they face these problems as well. But it is more evident in the lives of adolescents because they are in between the childhood stage and adult stage, trying to transit from that stage. So they face much of this problem. Then we have need for belonging the quest for belonging to be among also we have have social appraisal social appraisal this is what everybody also wanted when you need to upload towards what you have done sometimes you just need an upload over what so social appraisal, not only the, not only uh, who gives one. Now we have maybe um, your friends, your parents. We will need to depot you might need uh, an appraisal from this social appraisal. We have competition. Competition is also one of these um behavioral attitude okay that an individual is faced with especially in this our country nigeria competition is of a high rise not only in nigeria as well in every country then we have succumbing to peer pressure. Now, when someone is succumbing to peer pressure, it, it, it is a fact that every patient are faced with this succumbing to social, to peer pressure, sorry. Now, when adolescent is not able to in a social test it turns out um, um, negative um, situations in the life of the adolescents so succumbing to peer pressure is one of these problems adolescents are faced with then we also look at in our business in our environment, in our organization. What kind of social behavior do we, you know, exhibit in our businesses, in our organization? 
we look at the analysis of effective social and and social environmental factors. This affects the way employees and teams operate as well. And you see that a man who own an organization, a woman who own organization or group of individuals partner to establish an organization they are faced with this is in the effect of social and environmental factors they try to analyze the effects okay now we have manner of interaction and communication manner of interaction and communication employees or your clients as a business owner your manner of communication and interaction to your employees as an organization or, or to your clients or customers as a business the way you relate with them, the way you talk to them, your power of conscious approach towards this effect is very important and your business. Then we look at collaboration. Collaboration, you are able to collaborate with some individuals who buy into your dream or into your vision as a business owner or, or as an owner of a company or organization you try to collaborate with organization or a last in a social context you have to collaborate with those who buy your everybody will not buy your vision everybody will not buy your idea for you sort of due to the interaction you're going to develop with them you know those who buy to your vision you collaborate with then the last one interpersonal relationship i talked about this earlier while i internal relationship this is very very important as an as an organization owner interpersonal relationship is very vital is very important now let's look at so please um before i continue i don't know if there's any question you're going to ask not at all. I'm enjoying your presentation.
please go ahead that contest okay so hello please go ahead okay so is this head behavior is a behavior that is collectively among group of individuals is a collective effort when you exhibit such behavior you 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 have to work in 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 synergy in collectiveness with your group or with the people you are relating with then we look at social pro social behavior pro social behavior now remember i talked about altruism and helping now pro social behavior is related to altruism or helping but altruism like i explained earlier altruism goes beyond that it goes beyond pro social behavior now pro social behavior has to do with you becoming a philanthropist the need to help you have this quest that you need to help people you need to reach out to people the less privilege the orphanage and all that you relate with these people as a prosperous you know you try to be a philanthropist then we look at empathy empathy to put yourself in someone's shoes you feel the pain of another person we look at civility 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 talks about being civil okay it talks about being civil you being civil being responsible being organized and, and decent in your speech in your behavior in in every aspect of the approach you take in the society we look at tolerance you are able to tolerate you are able to let go of so many offenses or so many things that you never wanted to experience or go through so sometimes you tolerate someone's attitude you tolerate someone's way of lifestyle we look at bullying in the society we also see people bullying other people in the society it happens then we look at shyness we have those who are very shy we have those who are very bold and courageous it also happen then the last area i'm going to talk about then before we close for the day is social behavior in government now this is also very very interesting because in this government we are faced with different different vices different things that happens in this government just the way we experience in nigeria we also experience in other countries so we look at our social behavior in the government now social behavior in the government which with government impression management behavior now government impression management behavior 
government tends to impress tends to let you understand that they are doing good or they are doing what you you wanted to see or what you wanted to know okay the analysis and the relationship between the government and pressure management behavior and citizens which involves government trust and social cohesion now this involves government trust and social cohesion now i want to ask this question have you come in situation a questionnaire is being distributed to communities or to you are to feel about organization or about what the government is doing have you ever been given a questionnaire before i've not experienced that hello i have not experienced that for myself okay actually okay okay actually i have i have been given a questionnaire to that effect just to ask questions and give them the feedback so that is what happened then we look at persuasion in the government system they try to persuade you they try to make you believe that this is what it should be in terms of policies in terms of other activities in the government they try to make you believe to try to persuade you over a particular issue either you are interested in it or not but they will try to persuade you to that effect let's look at social political behaviors social political behaviors as well in the government you see what is happening in our political system in nigeria whereby political parties they go out for campaign they share so many goods they share friend or currencies and all that just to buy just to buy people you know to to persuade people to convince people to vote for them to support them even if the government is doing well or not even if the political party is qualified or not they try to use money different um activities in order to force some they force people to do that some they try to convince you by buying you with money so these are some of these behaviors our politicians or the government they put up in the society just to carry out their aims just sorry just to achieve their aims rather now we look at advantages of social behavior what are the advantages of social behavior we have increased survival increased survival the high rate of survival is there when you are socializing with people when you have the social behavior the you have the high rates of survival then we have enhanced fitness of the group for instance you are in a group you have an enhanced fitness fitness in a group then we have progression of brain development when you have social behavior when you are exhibiting social behavior there's every tendency that you have a progression of brain development because you get different skills from different people different experience you learn from different people then we look at cognitive abilities cognitive abilities your ability to be to be 
to be able to know who you are, to understand yourself. We look at encourages good habits. It encourages good habits. Then also social behavior helps you to manage your stress. It helps in stress management. It also um, is is an emotional and well-being for an emotional and physical well-being. Then we look at the last one regarding to advantage in decision making. Your behavior in decision making because when you are close people and you learn from people, you learn how to do things, you learn how to make decisions. And as well, it helps you to stand and make a decision on your own. And we look at disadvantages of social behavior. Hostility or aggression. Hostility and, and aggression, sorry. Hostility and aggression is one of the disadvantages of social behavior. We have narcissism. Narcissism. This narcissism has to do with excessive love for oneself. Then we have excessive love for yourself. Sometimes it is used in a negative way where somebody will just have a self which attracts sexual um, activities. That the person just to just love. or responsibility when someone lacks accountability over a particular thing okay when someone is not responsible for his or her behavior is very wrong we look at rudeness or disrespectfulness rudeness or disrespectfulness when someone is rude and the person tends to disrespect not just to the pair group to the ones who are older than either he or she so the person tends to disrespect is very very wrong bullying bullying is another bad aspect of it it's not good at all the last one is action or statements that could undermine team motivation action or statements that could undermine team motivation or your business goals. So these are the disadvantages of social behavior. And uh, I think I've come to and to this topic, though it's very broad, but I, I will just stop here for the sake of time. Let me just end it here for the sake of time. So, when you look at social behavior and psychosocial behavior, we have psychosocial behavior as well, which relates to social psychology. They all fall under, they all fall under social psychology. There are subtopics under social psychology. So, these are the issues we are faced in our society. It could impact negatively, it could impact positively it depends on how you as an individual use it in a social 
contest. Thank you very, very much. I can't begin to thank you enough because I have jotted so many things down and I've learned a lot from what you said. And I'm sure everybody that is going to listen to this, we definitely learn a lot. I, I totally understand that social psychology can be very, very broad and I'm sure we'll have other sessions for it. Pardon? I just want to say thank you very much because I've truly, truly learned a lot from everything you've said. It's been so amazing learning from this. I've jotted down a lot of things and I'm sure everyone listening also jotted down something. And I know it can be very broad, but I'm sure we'll have other sessions on it. And I just want to say thank you and goodbye. Thank you very much. Bye. Thank you.